Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am Luke, and I am joined by, as always, Ben. Hello. And today uh, might be a bit of a quickfire um, podcast. We'll see how long the discussions take. Um, but we are, are recording this straight off the back of our podcast we did yesterday, which is a Manchester United rebuild. It was a fantastic episode. And if you haven't listened to it, pause this, go back and listen to it, and come back. It's class. It was, it was great. So today we've got our team of the week, which I've just scrapped, scrapped together off the top of my head, really, to be honest. But there's some fantastic talking points that I'm sure we will get to throughout um, involving both ends of the table. Ben is a Liverpool fan. For anybody that doesn't know, I'm an anti-Liverpool fan as well. So we're going to have a great conversation. Or something will happen there. But first, Ben, would you like a cheeky game of the random football game? I'd love one. So, if you don't know, this is a game where basically we just name random footballers until the other person decides that the other person has said someone that's either too random or not random enough. And then they win. Simple as that. Um, it's one all at the moment after I bottled the first leg with too, hesitate, too much hesitation and I claimed that Ben's shout of Carlos Tevez was not a random enough shout. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah. And I'm furious about it. I'm curious. Do you want to kick us off? I'd love to. I'll go for Ebanks Blake. Wow. Jermaine Defoe. That's not random enough. Really? Are you on about? He's, he's in the news. He's just retired. Fair enough. He has. I won already. I'll tell you what, that was poor. That was poor. We'll go again. That's all right. Well, we'll, we'll do another one. It's 2 1 now to you. All right. We'll wait till the end of the, the uh, podcast. What, and we'll do it at the last end on another game. Wow. Yes. Quick fire. Been sh- shouted me straight away. Okay. Jermaine Defoe is just as random as Carlos Tevez. No, I mean, like, as in terms of quality, I mean, maybe it's the same, but. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, you decide. The, the, the opponent is the rules. So um, that's the con. That's how this game can get. I don't like this game. I feel like it should be voted for. By some, I feel like we need a moderator that's, for that's it. The, that's the beauty of it. It's going to be controversial. You can win at any time that you want. Um, right. That, that's probably the quickest entry into our team of the week ever. I haven't even got a manager just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> so maybe we'll leave the manager to the end so we can discuss all nah, the Nah, I've gone for Pep. Yeah, I mean, probably is Pep, isn't it? He won 5-1. Fair play. Yeah, got to give him sometimes. I love that. Yeah. Bit of uh, a boring week. Or maybe Arteta deserved the shout as well. I don't think Arsenal were very good. No, I think United were just poor again. I don't even think they were... I mean, they were poor. Sometimes the defending was horrendous, but they were unlucky. You need a bit of luck sometimes. Um, missed a penalty. That's first talking point. Bruno Fernandes. Why did he take the penalty when Minaro was on the pitch? Um, I think United are just sort of trying to make a point and like, oh, I think it's because obviously when they sign Ronaldo, everyone's like, oh, this is going to come in and disrupt everything. And United are just sort of being like, no, you know, look, we've still got us. And I think you've got to keep Fernandez happy. Like, he was star man. And then through no fault of his own, Ronaldo's brought to the club and he's just sort of, nobody seemed to care about Fernandez all of a sudden. It was like, oh, thank God Ronaldo's back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you sort of, it felt like they were all just sort of, coping with it but oh yeah this is our star man so oh thank god he's back yeah <laughs> wanted me to act anything out for that by the way I get it so you're not frustrated that um 
Well, I guess not frustrated is the wrong word. You wouldn't be angry with Fernandes if you missed the penalty. Um, it happens. It's a penalty. Sometimes you miss. He's got a good record. Got a good record. Uh, he's not having the best season, bless him. I, th- I do feel for the lad a bit. So, I, by the same token, I guess you feel for Jorginho. No. No, third best player in the world, my ass. He's just having a bad season. He's got a good record from the spot. It's just unlucky, really, isn't it? Well, his is the problem is Fernandez misses every now and then, whereas Jorginho's last like five penalties must have missed like four of them. I think his record's still pretty insane. It's pretty mental, but I don't know. Basically, stop jumping. Maybe that's the moral of the story here. Hopping is not the way forward. It's um, not. You just look, make yourself. If you score, you look like an idiot. And if you don't score, you still look like an idiot. Like you just, you can't really win. I've just watched a penalty from a Crystal Palace mascot as I'm watching the game. He's popped it yeah. in, a cup in his ears to the crowd. He's not not stopped. He's just run up, smashed it in, past Eddie the Eagle or whoever the Crystal Palace mascot is, and no jumping Eagle, about it. He's a skier. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I guess just guess his name was Eddie the mascot. I don't know what his actual name is. Um, Egbert is that a name? Egbert. Um, might be. Yeah, might be. he didn't jump. Is the point? And if you don't jump, you've got a better chance of scoring up in my book. But fair play to Fabianski to just also um, Ramsdale. What's your thoughts on the, that? The what part? Bit sorry. The fact that he just as soon as Fernandez missed, he like ran up to him and screamed in his face, despite not actually saving the penalty. And even worse, he went the wrong way. What's your thoughts? I just sort of feel like <sighs> it's just a part of the game now, isn't it? Like, I like if somebody it. did it, if somebody did it to Liverpool, would I be furious? Yes, it didn't happen against Liverpool, um, but I just think it's just passion, isn't it? Like, would realistically, if you've got three points online and you're so tense, and then he goes and misses. Are you going to go scream? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, oh, oh yeah, dear, yeah. maybe it's next true. time. It was definitely he definitely exaggerated it. He definitely like it wasn't a it wasn't a reactionary thing. I don't think like there might have been a reactionary scream, but the fact he ran to Bruno Fernandes and screamed in his face definitely it's something that he he'd forced more than how much he enjoyed it. And I'm all for it. I love it. Well put. Anything you can do to wind up your opponents, do it. I'm sure yeah, that was after that happened, you're all in his head. Yeah. You're all in his head. Well, said, I think Bruno, in general, the Man United players, didn't really react to that. And I think they could have. And I think, I mean, maybe that says, I was going to say, maybe that's really good that they've all got a hold control on themselves. But maybe you want a bit more reaction to say, Boy, don't do that to my player. You can't get away with that. Um, but I don't know. I, there's nothing wrong with it, is what I'm saying. Maybe it's a. You've got to be careful. You don't get yourself sent off. <laughs> so then, um, Ramsdale's not my goalkeeper, but a man makes his return to the side, Nick Pope. Nick Pope? I've gone for Peter Schmeichel or Casper Schmeichel since Peter Schmeichel's probably been retired for a while. Yeah, I mean, we just haven't seen a lot of the games, but I know that Nick Pope is single-handedly, keep, literally single-handedly, keeping his side in this. I mean, Pope is using both his hands. They're outside the bottom three. Can you actually believe it? That's unbelievable. You can quote me on this, right? Burnley are the most unpredictable side in the league. Like, 
Are they though? Because it feels like they do this every single season. No, but it's like, oh, there's absolutely no chance that they can stay up from this. No, they've still managed to do it. How the blooming hell can you sack Sean Dyche and still do this? Like, yeah, I mean, when Sean Dyche got sacked, I said to you, "What they're going down now? This was ridiculous." And they're still just right. dying already. Michael Jackson <laughs> is a, is a great manager, as we know. Uh, manager Michael of the Jackson. week, award winner last week so he's doing a great job and I'd love to get Pope in again because I just think this Burnley train's got to be get him in get him in you've got to ride the Burnley train while it's at the station or or, I don't know what I'm trying to say Um, you know what I mean so Pope is in next on our list it was another position that I struggled with um, and that was right back I have not got one (laughs) Um, they're all pants so I'll let you choose yeah I went for James Justin but uh, like I said this is a bit of a a messy weekend roundup, which is mainly for the bigger talking points that we've slightly discussed already, and we will get into more. So, James Justin, purely for the fact that I think he was okay. For effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A star for effort, James, and you're in the team. There you go. Get him in. So, should we do centre backs as well before we get onto a big talking point? Yes. I've got four. Four. Okay. Right. Do we need to choose from? I've got Wesley Fafana. Yeah. Christian Romero. Pontus Janssen and Joel Matip. Right. Okay. I will. Pick, I've got also got Pontus Janssen. Um, so I'll, he's in. I'll add Dan Byrne to the list um, and pick Joel Matip. Love that. So Matip and Janssen are the two. Um, do you want to talk about Joel Matip? I'm happy to talk about Joel Matip. I love the boy. Do we want to. I don't know how we want to set this Everton Liverpool game up because I feel like there's so many things that happen. There's so many. Right. Well, even the message that you sent me earlier about Andy Robertson, we probably could. We'll get, get onto that in a minute. We'll get onto that in a minute. Um, I don't even know. I know there's a Mason Holgate debate raring. <laughs> I know there's a Anthony Gordon debate, which we might be on the same side of, to be honest. But there's plenty of things to talk about. So just take your pick and which one you want to start. Right. With. Well, let's start. Everton came out and played anti football for 45 minutes. The first 45 minutes, they were taking any time they could, which is a part of football, you know. If that's the tactics they want to go for, you're going up against top of the, well, second in the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to be at second in the league, your biggest rivals as well. And. At home, well, you're away if you're an Everton fan. Yeah. Are you going to try and win? Probably not. Are you going to try and let them not win? Yes. Like, it's fair. I get it. Yeah. It was very very frustrating, but I get it. Yeah, I think that's the, the the first thing. There's there's some things that I've seen on, on social media that Liverpool fans are come on, man, get a grip. And there's some things that I think, you know what, you or, or well, on the opposite, Everton fans have also been some things I might know that's you're wrong as well. Um, the only problem is they're not in really in the position where they can throw points down the drain at this point. I mean, yeah, is that Everton are scrapping for their lives. Liverpool are one of the yeah. best teams in the world. And, the world, yeah. And like you said, they're away from home. Everton have just got to do whatever they can. If Everton, like there's some people saying like Everton are playing, it was embarrassing. What are you on about? What did you want them to go there and do? Yeah. Did anyone expect Everton try and go toe to toe with the best team, one of the best teams in the world? Are you having a laugh? Why? No. Absolutely hammered. They lose about nine nil. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think realistically, I was nervous. I was nervous as a Liverpool was, fan. There was chances for Everton to yeah. take the lead in this game. 
and that yeah. would never have happened if they'd just try to just go and at, go at Liverpool, which is no team other than City, no team sets up to beat Liverpool exactly. by playing better. Exactly, I think. Um, so that's what I'd say about the general brand. Was it frustrating? Yes. Should we have seen a red card? Is the next question. Um, no. No, I agree. Um, I think, if anything, the person who probably got closest to a red was Sadio Mane. I love the boy, but is is it silly to go around pushing people in the face? Yes. Should he have done it? No. Um, But it was Mason Holgate, so we'll we'll let him off. I think the the Mane thing, I don't know what he's doing. He's kind of got a reputation for doing things that are very borderline, could get him in trouble. And he's also got a reputation for getting away with them. I think you've seen the... Was it the elbow against... I can't remember who it was against Chelsea. It was against um, Chelsea. Was it Azpilicueta? Yeah. Um, and there's been a few elbows fly, flapping about um, with Mane. These two, in another game, it might have been, but the, I think the referees, he's analysed the situation. This is going to be a feisty game. If if I send somebody off for everything, every little thing, we're not going to have any players left on the pitch. Um, I think as well, the ref didn't even see it. And let's be honest, like, um, Everton were winding him up. Did he react in a very bad way? No. Did he react in a proper way? No. If anything, it was a yellow card, and he got a yellow card. So Yeah, although there were two incidents, so that's two yellows. But if he'd have got sent off, would we be saying, what the hell was that about? It goes either way. Yeah, I, th- I think it's... And if anything, it doesn't even go one of the ways, so... Yeah. What about um, Henderson? Uh, not Henderson, well, like, Richarlison on Henderson. Um, that was quite close to a red as well, but probably not. Yeah. Um, Charleston's just a, is an idiot though, in general, really. Like, is he a good player? He's all right, but he's just, he's a feisty one. He needs to calm down because he will, he hurt somebody. He hurt Tiago last season, I think it was, and injured him for a few months. I personally, a rule that I think should happen was, do you think after games, this is uh, not a rule. I don't know if I agree with it. Some of the time I do. Do you think after games, looking back on tackles, should people be able to get banned for them? No. Because you're just in the moment awesome, thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, think I don't know. Referee, he had a high tolerance in the game and I think it was kind of yeah. consistent throughout the I game. I think he managed the game really well. Yeah, I think he did. I think it was... Yeah. He basically... He could have gone horribly wrong, but he said the presence like, I'm not going to give a lot. I'm going to try and let this be 11 versus 11. Um, and that was consistent. What about, what do you think of Jamie Carragher on the commentary? There's been a lot of talk about him being the most biased commentator ever. He's a Liverpool fan. Exactly. What are you expecting? It's like Gary Neville. If Gary Neville started commentating Manchester United versus Liverpool, what are you expecting him to go, oh, I really hope Liverpool win here? No. 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 Part of the thing you get from Jamie Carragher as well is he's a he's a funny guy, you know. Like, he's gonna Tibakarigi scored and he goes, "Oh, where do you want your statue?" Like, he's not going to say that to, about flipping. I don't know. Um, Abdullah Decora is he? Do you know what I mean? Like, calm down. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's like I don't see why we need to have non-biased commentators. I don't like yeah. you're a Liverpool fan commentating on the Liverpool game. You can say, I don't think we should have had a Liverpool fan but on the commentary, but what are you expecting? 
But then you should have an Everton fan. Yeah, that would be, or an anti-Liverpool fan, like a, a Gary Neville. But at the same, so I, I can understand that, 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 but to call him a disgrace, like he, if he's if he's on the commentary, I don't know what you want. Like, I'd rather have someone who's honest and just like speaking what they feel. It must, in, in, in a huge season for Liverpool where this is, they've got like, what, five cup finals till the end of the season, as, as well as actual yeah. cup finals. I mean, like Premier League cup finals plus potentially Champions League and FA Cup finals as well but I mean Premier yeah. this is like the highest emotion every game is must win plus it's Everton plus the game was just on a knife edge for the majority for the first 60 minutes and mm. you're expecting him to have no emotion like that's me- I just I don't see if you can have him on Monday Night Football which is Sky Sports as well yeah. him and Gary Neville going at each other all the time why can't you have him in the box and he was in the box and get over it is what I say yeah, the I last don't... thing I want to ask you about is the penalty shouts. Yeah, there's I've seen some very, in my eyes, ridiculous TikToks this week. Where well, this weekend, where people are sort of conspiring that because Liverpool have gone so many weeks without penalties yeah. given against them, it's now turned into Liverpool are buying off the the referee or Liverpool are. You know, they're in cahoots of the Premier League so that they don't... No, is what I say. No, I agree. Also, although, did you see the Premier League tweet? They said, like, mm-hmm. one step closer after beating Everton to the, to the Premier League title. However, if you do compare I'm, it... Compare I'm it taking to... my thingy, like, my bias away from me. Have they gone one step closer? Yes. Did it look like... Did it look for a minute like Liverpool might not win? Yes. I was worried. I sent my dad a text saying, I'm worried about this. And he told me, no. How often do Liverpool get to half-time and it's nil-nil? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I completely don't think there's a conspiracy, but I just thought the Premier League admin, um, his tweets... It was risky. It was risky. I, mean, I just mean like the tweet for, for Watford. Man City beat Watford 5-1. I know the game's not important, but the reaction was zero compared to... like, And I'm just... Maybe the admin... I'm saying the admin of the Premier League website or Twitter has who literally has no involvement of the Premier League and how it's run. He's literally just a guy that tweets stuff. But I'm saying he yeah. might he might sway slightly more to the Liverpool side. But in terms of what is there a fix? Like I've seen the same things as you. The conspiracies, like maybe they just haven't made any fouls in the area. We've got arguably two of the best defenders in the league this season, in my opinion. Yeah. Matip how, and Van Dijk. How rare the... does an opponent get into your box in the first place? Exactly. And I think the only, the big issue from this was that Anthony Gordon dived twice. There was two occasions where he died. He got booked for one of them. And the second one, he disguised better. But the ref was completely right and said there wasn't enough contact for it to be a penalty. Yeah, I, I thought a slightly different opinion. Um, right. Go on. I can't remember what I was just about to say. But on the Anthony Gordon thing... Um, An idiot. Also, there are probably penalties that Liverpool should have given away over the over those games. But as there is with everyone, sometimes the decisions Literally. are wrong. Like, it's it's not a Liverpool thing. Some Sometimes the ref gets it wrong. Um, so, Literally. And it happens to every team, like you say. But, so. Well, Liverpool fans would be the same. In, in I know everyone's having a go at this. Liverpool fans have done the same thing to City as well. Oh, we literally are. It's part of football. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy in all of us, I would say. Literally. You never, but who's ever, apart from Craig, who's ever going to diss their own team? 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, Anthony Gordon, first one definite dive, and he's got a reputation for diving because he's not the yeah. first time he's dived. He goes down all the time, um, and it's not like Richarlison going down. It's like just ridiculously obvious blatant diving. Um, literally did it in front of the ref, didn't he? Yeah, and, and, and rightly so got booked for it because that doesn't happen that often. That a ref, the ref actually sticks up and say, "Look, mate, that's mental." Um, and You're cheating. <laughs> yeah, and and then but the second one, it's not a dive, and I don't think he should get booked. If he's not a diver, I feel he might get the penalty. I think his reputation has taken it. I've seen, penalties have been given for that before. I've, I'm not, it's, it's one of them. I think it's on the edge. There's contact. There's not enough to go down, but there rarely is enough contact to go down most penalties. If the ref gives that, I'm fine with it. If he doesn't give it, fair play, because yeah. he doesn't need to go down, so he doesn't need to give the penalty. It's but not he, a foul, though. Did you Have you seen the slow motion? If that, if that happens somewhere else, I mean, there's contact, and that's enough. There's, yeah. there's penalties that have been given for that before. It's not a blatant foul, though, so it's and tough ref, to say. It's not clear and obvious. Yeah. Um, so I think the rest absolutely fine. I'm just saying, if Anthony Gordon hadn't got a reputation for diving, maybe he would have got he that dived already in the game. Yeah, <laughs> just in general. Like, but then that's not the referee being bad. That's Anthony Gordon being an idiot, and he brought that reputation yeah. on himself. So maybe don't exactly. And you'll get a penalty when you go down. You Spot on. Absolute melon. What do you make of Lampard's comments after the game? If that's the other end, and Salah falls over, or Salah gets that's a penalty. Um, if we're talking about having this reputation for diving, Salah's not exempt from that. So I don't know. There's, there's many times it works both ways. Like you said, Liverpool have probably given away some penalties that haven't been given. We've been like, like literally a couple of seasons ago, Trent handballing it twice in the City game. Yeah, like those are both pens. But you know, there's also times where I've been watching them. Like, That's a foul, you know. But it's not. You know, you win some, you lose some. So for, that's frustrating in the moment, but looking at it now, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's that's it. Like everyone, no one's ever going to be happy with everything. That's how football goes. Someone has to win and somebody has to lose over the course Everton of lost. <laughs> uh, Everton did lose in this case. I think they put up a good fight, and I, there's still a bit of me thinks quite a big percentage of me thinks they're going to stay up as much as I love Burnley. Um, that performance will give them confidence. Um, but I just don't know. They, they've got games that they're going to have to play like that now. I think they've got I think, I think Burnley are going to stay up and Everton are going to get down. Yeah, it's, it's going to... I, I don't know. It's going to be close. I really hope that's how it happens. Uh, me too. But I, I just... As a neutral, I really enjoyed this game, to be honest. Everton set up. I, I was watching this game, sat there going, like, I don't care anymore. Like, I wanted Everton to stay up. Because I like having the Merseyside derby every year twice. However, watching that, enjoy the championship, you losers. Have a nice time. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that's our review. I think it may be slightly biased, but I'm the most anti I don't think I was biased there. <laughs> um, it can't be. Isn't that so, biased for once? <laughs> But also, final bit, I, I think Lampard said this game well well done, Frank, for saying it. Well, it's, you're just unlucky. Not many teams to be Liverpool, so nothing to be embarrassed about. But I hope you go down. Apart from your team's performance. Um, 
Right, left back Andy Robson for sure. Now this is yes. uh, another talking point. Ben messaged me earlier, and you just go on. Oh, I think I'm right. Obviously, let me. And can I whip the stats up quickly? Yeah. I'm, I tell you what, I wrote it all down in that text. I'm going to whip it out. I just watched a Birazi just destroy. I mean, he's giving the ball away for a five-hour five, <laughs> but oh, it's so good to watch him actually be a good player again. I love the bloke. Okay. Are you ready for my... I'm ready. I'm so ready. So, this is probably... This is unimportant, in, in as in it doesn't really matter. But this is what I wrote to Luke. Luke, we are actually morons. Looking at the stats, Robertson has played five less games than Cancelo this season and only has one less clean sheet. He also has double the amount of goals Cancelo's got and 10 to Cancelo's six in assists. Robertson Carlos lives on. I'm not going to go into detail on it because I don't have time. However, on off that, Robertson is having a better season. Um, I disagree. Well, why? You are you are the biggest stat man I know. Yeah, but you and haven't then, got you haven't got me actual stats. Uh, You've just got goals and assists. That's not that's not a pretty important stat. Well, it's, it's not. You've also said clean sheets, which for a fullback, if you're just, if you're saying that that specific fullback is the reason for the clean sheet, is is an outrageous thing. The fact is that they play a pretty similar brand of fullback. Um, I'm not sure. I agree. They, I, I think Cancelo is almost a midfielder, a central midfielder, especially when he's playing left back, kind of drifting into that centre midfield. Um, I think he's much more of a playmaker in terms of if you put him in centre midfield he could do a great job and that's pretty much where he plays he's not necessarily I mean he is the one that's getting a lot of crosses and shots off but I think he can do more than that in terms without being the final pass or the final shot I think he's had more shots than anybody else to see this season but um but I think Rob Robertson's great I'm not I'm not doubting that Robertson is one is he's the best left back in, in the Premier League? This just to say, Cancelo is a right back playing at left back. By the way, he's a right. That is back. true. That is true. Um, so it's tough. I, it's close. I think they are slightly different in how they play. Uh, I just, the the main point I was trying to say was Cancelo's got an awful lot of credit this season. Yeah, you, and I think it's people close. seem it's to think he's more clear way. of Robertson than he is. Yeah, I think you are right, Robertson. But it's also because of Trent. People tra- praise Trent a lot, but oh, 100%. Trent Trent gets way more credit because he's English, because he's a scouse scouser in in a Liverpool team. You know, it's a, it's a, it's written in the written in the stars. However, I think Robertson is fantastic, and maybe a bit of a a hot take here. Maybe Robertson's more important than Trent is because he's the better defender. I wouldn't say that because although there's not many left backs that are better than them. Uh, uh, then, and I think if you're another team, you're looking at who do you want. Robertson could play left back for anybody. Trent yeah. uh, couldn't play right back for anybody. Um, Trent. But, um, I suppose when Robertson's at the team, it's less of an effect then. Yeah, but because because Liverpool are so built to Trent's strengths, that, yeah. like there is no one else that could fill that Trent shaped hole. But yes. if there was a whole apart team, from James Milner. Yeah, if if there was a hole in somebody else's team, Robertson would be he as an as a just a standard fullback. There's not much, there's no better than Andy Robertson, I'd say. Yeah, first, first, but let's get on because this is a 
I enjoyed that. That's our Liverpool and Everton's discussion. We've done Arsenal as well, um, and we've done a little bit of City. They're good. Does this game, does it finally, does the Everton-Liverpool game make you think any differently to the title race with City winning 5-1 as well? Or um, no. Just waiting for Liverpool, one of them to slip up. Before, I'm waiting for one of them to slip up. Liverpool got Tottenham. City have... Have they got any game, important games left? I don't even know. They've got, they've got the Gerrard to win it for Liverpool, haven't they? I think... I think what people are, uh, it's romantic, but Villa just need to draw. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. But uh, I, I think I, the thing yeah. that's going to do City in is they've got harder matches in the Champions League to play. Yeah. They've also got West Ham, but apart from that, there's nobody, maybe Newcastle, there's nobody who's going to strike too much of a challenge at City, whereas Liverpool have got Tottenham. So, We've yeah. got Tottenham, Villa, Southampton, Wolves, and Newcastle to play. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And also Villarreal. I can't think Wilfred Zaha hasn't just passed the ball to us either. That's mental. Um, sorry, I'm a bit distracted. My boy's playing. Um, right, midfield. I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne, James Ward-Prowse, and Bruno Gimaraes. I've gone for... JWP, Bruno Gimmerich, and Xhaka, but I'm happy to go for KDB. Uh, I also thought Thiago deserves a shout, but I don't want to get accused of being too biased on this Liverpool friendly cast. So let's go KDB. Let's go. Okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> good, good idea. <laughs> JWP is a hero. KWP. JWP. Oh, oh my God, that man is just sensational. It's like. <laughs> I've, I don't know. It's because he's so... It's not like he's just got one type of free kick. He's got every type of free kick. So you can't even just stick a massive wall on one side. You just pop it in the other. Like the keeper can't commit because he, he could go anywhere. He's a hero, man. What an absolute nutter. He's mental, that guy. Um, oh, I just, Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I wish he played for someone really good to see how good he could be. I mean, I love yeah. the, like a one-club man. I love that as well. I completely respect that. But I would love to just chuck him in like the City team and see what happens. Or in the I, I don't feel I like he'd be the same. I feel like for Liverpool, he could be so good as well, though. Like in the Henderson or like Cater role. Yeah, that would be... That would, I think that's the only part of our team that needs upgrading. Yeah, I, I think Henderson's uh, on the on the downward climb. I think Cater's on the upward climb slightly for Liverpool, but I think Henderson he, he's got his role, but I don't think he uh, is getting any better. Let's say. Yeah. Front three then. I've got a, a, a two Brazilians and a Frenchman. I struggled with a left winger unless you've got an alternative, but I went with Saint Maxman. Uh, I went for Pulisic winning the game. Yeah, uh, let's let's do that. We haven't really talked about Chelsea, and they're kind of irrelevant at the minute, but. Let's go for that. Um, yeah. I've gone for Joe and Jesus. I've gone for Joe and Jesus. What a combo. Jesus going to Arsenal, apparently. Yeah, flipping egg. Oh, what? It's primarily because I've got so many attackers, but City players, City attackers just get linked everywhere. And Jesus went and scored four, and everyone's like, oh, don't compare him to Arsenal at the moment. And it's like, oh, shut up. I'm he's done with it to be honest. Yeah. Uh, he's good, you though, what? isn't he? He's a good signing, though. Who's that? Jesus. What, to Arsenal? I think anyway. I'd still. Uh, no. Really? He's good, though, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's good, but he's not what Arsenal need. 
fair enough. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't mind it. Depends how much you're stumping up, I guess. If you're going for like 40, I'd take it, but I don't think they will. Really? And I don't think you, I don't even think he's going to go. You don't? No. Fair, fair enough. Uh, uh, I, can't, I was going to try and think of some kind of thing. Scout. Ben. Let's talk about an actual Brazilian striker who's decent. Definitely sign. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you are right, Jolinton. I mean, this is like the uh, he, he is like Jesus coming back from the dead in that respect. He is right next to Easter as well. Unbelievable. This guy has had the biggest I can't think of a bigger U turn in Premier League football of a man that's been so memeified and just terrible in everything that he doesn't honestly doesn't even know where the goal is there were moments of last season where you were like what are you how have you i don't even know kind of thing and now yeah. the guy the guy goes one week for putting dropping an absolute master class that Kante would be proud of in the center of park then pops up up top and he's trying cristiano ronaldo all of a sudden the guy is a technical athletic Lizard. mastermind probably the best <laughs> i've ever seen up there so Jolinton is in the team get him in and uh, have you got a it's that time of every episode Fizzler of the week Fizzler of the week um I'm gonna go for who am I gonna go for I'm gonna go for actually I'm gonna go for Aston Villa and it's more of a Fizzler of like the Stephen Gerrard of the month manager. oh actually I'll tell you what is this time that we need to get player of the season, uh, player of the month out? Oh, what what day is it? It's the twenty fifth. When are the next Premier League games? The next prim- no no. You've got one more. There's more on the thirtieth of April, so okay. it has to happen next time. Next time we will remember. Well done for remembering two weeks in a row. Unfortunately, it's just two weeks that we didn't actually need to remember. Because March was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, uh, Fizzler of the week, I will go for um, Wolves. Did you say? Yeah, go for Wolves. Why not? The ultimate Fizzlers. Nobody's really talking about the fact that Wolves lost to Burnley. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Wolves appreciate that. Yeah, they will. Yeah, this game, like that Liverpool game, had so much in it. Like every other game that happened this weekend has kind of been nobody cares. Yeah, it was just absolutely mental. Um, so there we go. Do you want to get a quick game of the random footballer game to round off the episode? Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, you you can go first. Andros Townsend, Naughty Mukele, Adam Lalana, Patson Dacker. That's not random enough from you there. If that it was is, any, keep going. If that was anyone else saying Patrick, <gasps> I would say that's random. But for you to say it, oh, if I, I, mean, I could say Patson Dacker, but you can't say Patson Dacker. I, I didn't say Patson Dacker, I said Osaka. That's not random either. <laughs> that's too old. We're going to a tie next, next week again. It's, uh, it's on. <sighs> we will see it's you. Mark Gage. Yeah, probably should. I'm watching him right now. <laughs> um, 
Next week, we'll be back as well. These weekend roundups are getting closer to having a team of the season. There'll be team of the season content coming at you as well, all sorts. Um, oh, yeah. When do we get to do that? I'm well excited for that. Yeah. So we might do our awards next week as well, just to get that done prior to the team of the season, because there's going to be a lot of team of seasons to do. We've got many a team of the season to build. Can we have a massive awards? I want at least like 10 awards. Yeah, we will do. Um, Lovely. Make sure you check out our Lima. There's great content. It's different to this outside as well. Um, and check out yesterday's episode because it was really good. See you later.